This is why you're not a better photographer. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and welcome to episode 400 of the podcast. When I started this, I had no idea it would kind of go this long. I thought it'd just be a fun thing on the side, but I'm loving the conversations. I'm loving sitting down with a microphone and just sharing. It's, to me, still one of the easiest and most personal ways in which we can share, talk, have conversations, teach, inspire, and all of that. So I thought with episode 400, um, I think we need to keep it real for a little bit on this one. So why are you not growing as a photographer? Why are you not better? Because a lot of people stagnate. Okay, so let's have a conversation here. I think there are a couple of reasons why you are not a better photographer. The first one, and let's start there. And look, a lot of the things I say here hopefully touches a nerve with you in order to kick you into being a better photographer. To realize that, you know what, I can actually do this. And stop all the negative bullshit limiting beliefs that you might have. So the first one, let's go there. You don't understand the basics. You don't understand the basics. Now, too often on trips, on safaris, tours, expeditions that I host, people ask questions such as, what should my ISO be? Or what should my shutter speed be? My answer used to be, okay, well, what do you want to do and this and that? But I stick to that. You can't ask me what must my shutter speed be because I don't know what you want to do. Do you want to blur the, blur the waterfall? Do you want to pan the leopard? I don't know. Do you want to get a crisp image? What should my ISO be? If you don't know what your ISO should be, you don't understand the basics. It is as simple as that. It really is. What should my aperture be? Well, I don't know. Do you want to just get the subject in focus or do you want some background detail as well? If you ask, what should my aperture be? You don't understand the basics. I promise you, if you understand the basics, the whole process is going to be so much more fun for you. Because you're going to start creating rather than worrying about the basics. Learn the basics, guys. There are some times when questions like that, like if you've tried something, like I've tried to underexpose on that shot, but it doesn't seem to work. Is my ISO correct? Then we can have a conversation and we can say, okay, cool. You know what? This is too bright. Maybe there we can change this and that. But if you're just asking, what should this be? What should this be? You don't understand the basics. Learn the basics. All right, moving on. Next one. Why are you not a better photographer? You care too much what people think. And this is a huge one. All too often, we worry about what other people think because social media says to us we need likes, we need comments, we need shares in order for us to validate that our images are actually good. And that is all horseshit. It's terrible, right? So you, you, you go on this amazing trip to the Masamara and you get incredible images as far as you're concerned. Now you're going to let some idiot in, I don't know, Oklahoma sitting at his apartment say to you, oh, I don't like this. And then you go by what he says. You need to listen to whose voices you listen to. You can't just, I mean, we, you'll have 437 positive comments. The one, the one that says negative, that gets to you. So... When you're in the Masamara, are you doing it for John in Oklahoma or are you doing it for yourself? Yes, you want to create better images, but do it for yourself. Not everybody is your audience. Not everybody is going to want to, 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 to look at your images or like your images. Do you think a butcher worries about the vegans outside saying they're not going to buy his product? No, because they're not his market. 
He's not selling to them. So find your audience, find your tribe, and then stop caring what people think. I know it's hard. It's fucking hard because we look at our images as children. It's this thing we've created, right? It's this thing we've created and we want everybody to like us and to like our images and tell us how amazing it is. We don't want anybody to tell us how ugly our baby is. So find people who like the kind of babies that you produce. That analogy might have gone too far, but you know what I mean, right? And I understand rejection is a big thing. You, If you, for example, go into a competition and you get rejected or you you enter an image into a competition but or into a publication and you get rejected or you get rejection because of bad comments. It hurts. But let's think about where that comes from. Rejection comes from way, way, way back when we were living in small groups, in tribes, out in the wild. The fear of being rejected from the tribe meant death. If you were expelled from the tribe, it mean you would die because you're going to have to fight off saber-toothed tigers and shit like that on your own. So rejection was always the worst scenario from a caveman tribe point of view. If someone doesn't like your image, it means dick. It means nothing. It means nothing. It means they are either having a really shitty day and they're looking for things to comment negatively on, or they just don't like your style. And you know what? That's okay. But if you keep on caring what other people think to validate your own photography, you are never going to grow. Never. Now, link to that, another reason why you are not a better photography photographer is you are too scared to make mistakes you want everything just to work you want everything just to be perfect doesn't work that way you are scared to try new things because you are scared to make mistakes how do you if if think of any photographer who you admire whose work you like anybody it could be in any genre nature landscape wildlife macro wedding whatever do you think that they weren't scared at some stage to try something new. If they were so scared and it crippled them, that image just wouldn't exist. You wouldn't admire them and look up to them. They tried something new. They tried something new. The whole rejection and what caring what people think when it comes to photography is what cripples 90% of you, 90% of us, all photographers out there. I've often, often, often on trips said to people, okay, listen, here's the deal. Bank your shot. If it's a leopard on a rock, bank the shot, the wide shot. Get it crisp, get it sharp. You've put it in the bank. Now try and play around. Why? Because you can have 47 of the same leopard on a rock shot because you're firing off and that's it. Or you can have half of that, which makes your Lightroom work a lot easier. And you can then have different things, panning, cropping, Breaking down your subject, deconstructing the subject, like I call it. You can do those things. You can start shooting at different focal lengths, different apertures. You can play with exposure compensative creatively. You can, the options are endless. But, and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong on this. Tell me you don't in the back of your mind think, ooh, that was cool, that will work on Instagram. Let me put it bluntly and excuse the French. Fuck Instagram. It is not why you are doing this. Too many people have all these amazing uh, cameras and gear and they post something which is the size of of, of half of an iPhone screen. Stop doing it for Instagram. Start trying new things without the, the, the guillotine over your head of Instagram might not like it because then you care what people think. You see what I mean? This is why you are not growing as a photographer. 
It is one of those things. Next one. Don't decide before you look through your camera at a scene or a subject whether you want to photograph it or not. How do you know? How do you know that if you pick up your camera and look at a scene or subject that it might actually speak to your creative voice? You've got this little voice in the back of your head, which is your photographic voice or your creative voice, right? Same thing. Maybe they're brothers. But the more you honor them, the more you pay attention to them, the better their speech towards you gets, the clearer they talk to you. If you sit there, look at a scene and think, oh, no, I'm, there's no good shots here. Oh, really, Einstein, how do you know this? Have you looked through your camera at it? Because you're scared to try new things, you're not even going to try it? No, 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 no. Try it. Pick up your camera on trips, on tours. Look at what your photographic guide is doing as well. They often, I've often seen this on my trips. We'll be photographing something. There's something behind us, which is a beautiful landscape or a sunset or a tree, some abstract. Photograph that. Say to the guys, hey, like, check this out. Also, no, 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 there's a lion sleeping. No. Don't just look at something and decide whether it's going to be a good image or not. Pick up your camera, look at it, make the image. You are creating muscle memory. You are honoring your creative voice so that you can eventually have a better conversation with them. And when you have a better conversation with them, you will make better images. You will make better images. I also think, linking to, to knowing the basics, I also think a lot of people stop learning. Every single thing that you want to know about photography and Lightroom and processing and Photoshop and Topaz and Nix and every single variable in photography, you can find for free online. That's why if you ask what should my ISO be, you haven't, you haven't studied enough. You haven't honored your own photography enough to learn the basics. Learn more. Look at different genres. That's why over the last while, I've been pushing people very hard to start going into different genres. Look at macro. Look at landscapes. Because there's a skills transfer. It pulls back to your home genre. I haven't shot decent wildlife in a very long time. My next trip's going up to gorillas and then to the Masamara. I've been focusing on landscapes heavily because I love it. There's a mental health aspect to landscape photography, which I'll get into later on, which I'm loving. The speed, the pace, the focus, the forgetting about everything else, looking at long shutter speed and stuff. It's amazing. Macro, you lose the big world. You focus on something small. Now, go back to wildlife. The thing is this, with wildlife photography, often, 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 the image is made because the subject does what you want it to do. You can't control that. The leopard jumps to the next tree. The lion yawns. The giraffe makes the S curve in the water when he whips his head back. Anything. It depends on the subject. If you start shooting things which doesn't require the subject to do what it does, you can then start making images, not taking images. Make images rather than take images. If you get to a wildlife photography setting and you just rip, grrr, and then choose the best one in, 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 in Lightroom, where's the skill? Where's the skill? You're just hoping for the best. But if you look at a scene and you shoot half of those frames and then start making images rather than taking the image that's in front of you, that's it. I do think also why you are not a better photographer is because of the way, and this might go a bit deep, so apologies in advance, why you are not a better photographer is the way we talk about it, the way we talk about our photography. I want to get that shot. 
I want to take that shot. Yeah? Often. Oh yeah, one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot of that line. I'm going to get that shot. That's very possessive and greedy, don't you think? Now, let's think about that little creative voice in the back of your head. What's that doing? Do you think that aggressive, I want, I want, I'm going to get, I need. That doesn't speak to creativity, guys. Creativity is let the moment happen and see what can you do with it. What can you make in that moment? Rather than just taking, 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 what is maybe, maybe the, the question should be, how can I best represent the scene in front of me? How can I best show my audience what I'm seeing and feeling? Right? How can I best, again, honor the scene in front of me? That kind of talk speaks to the muse. That kind of talk speaks to your creative voice. But too many people, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I need it. I'm going to take it. That's very greedy. And I don't think it speaks to the creative inside of us. I also think another reason why you are not a better photographer is you are too comfortable with the status quo of your own photography. You've fallen into a rut. You go on a trip, you make all these images. Most of the time we take them, but sometimes you make images. You put some on Instagram while you're on the trip. You get home, you catalog, you forget, you go to the next trip. And you're happy with that. Why not start doing something with your images? Get a website, get a smug mug website, print a book, make a print for your own house, something. But we fall into this rut where nothing changes. You go to different destinations. Sometimes you go to new destinations. Sometimes you go to the same destination. But you are doing the same thing. You are not taking yourself out of a comfort zone because you are comfortable. You are comfortable. Maybe rent a new lens that you haven't shot yet. Maybe rent a body you haven't tried yet. That's the same brand as yours. But maybe you can do something different. Maybe start shooting some video in between. Because when you start looking at video right? The compositional tricks and how energy flows through a frame is then a visual thing. You can see where the energy is going. That helps you as a photographer. It helps you as a photographer. It really does. Another reason why you're not a better photographer is you aren't shooting enough. Simple as that. Now, a lot of you will say, yeah, but I only get to go on a safari three or four times a year, and that's the only time I can shoot. Oh, Really, Sarah, what about when you're home? Why not take your camera on a bit of a walk on a Sunday morning? Why not photograph your dog or your cat or your husband or your kids? Yeah, but I don't like those kind of things. Okay, well, then you're not going to grow because when you get back on safari, the first three days is wasted for you trying to remember how to use the camera, for you to awaken your creative voice. You're not shooting enough. People often, often, often will come on a trip with one of myself or my guides and it'll be the whole thing of, oh man, I'm, I, I want to get the shots that you have from the Mara. Okay, that's fine, Peter, but let's just think about this. I've been there for 150 days or, God, it's way more than that. I've been there for 150 safaris, right? So my portfolio is a little bit more dense than yours is going to be. So how do you become a better wildlife photographer? You spend more time in the field. You stop caring what people think. You start learning the basics. You get uncomfortable with the status quo. There's no growth there. And you start making mistakes, make more mistakes, make glorious mistakes and make many of them because then you'll grow. There's also this negative self-talk about photographers. I, I'm yet, now let me just check myself on this. I can maybe think of one or, once or twice, right, when I've asked someone that's been on a trip or at the end of a day shooting with us, did, so, did you get some cool images today? 
Most of the time it's like, meh, you know what, nah, I think so. It's not often that someone will say, you know what, yeah, I fucking crushed that. <laughs> it's if you keep on thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm so sorry for myself because I can't create images like John or Peter or Jerry or John or whoever, right? The creative voice doesn't play well with that. It sits in the corner and it doesn't want to listen to you. So when you look through your viewfinder and the creative voice is hiding in the corner of your mind, that's when you get that negative, oh, I don't know what to do with this. Guys, this is real. This thing, this wildlife photography thing, this nature photography thing, landscape, travel, macro, any genre, right? Any of them. It's not rocket science. It is not hard. The basics of photography, if you spend some time, either with myself, one of my guys digging to YouTube, is not hard. It's not hard. So stop saying you don't understand the basics. It's out there. It's out there. I can probably learn how to do brain surgery on YouTube. I haven't Googled it yet, but I'm sure I can. So the stuff you need to know is out there. Learn the stuff before you go to the field next time. If you have a new camera, Google that thing. YouTube it. How do I set this up? What are the weaknesses? What are the strengths? So that you don't have to figure that shit out on the fly when you're out in the field. That's why you're not a better photographer. You are not, I don't think, maybe let's, let's sum this up. Maybe, maybe, maybe you are not a better photographer because you don't respect your own craft enough. Because if you did, you would study more. You would learn the basics. You would learn everything there possibly is to know about your camera. You would not care what people think because you are doing your own thing. You'll be trying new things because you respect yourself enough in order to grow. You're not going to be comfortable with the status quo then. And if you respect yourself enough and you've done all those things, you're going to want to shoot more. You're going to want to shoot more. I can't think, and I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain here for a sec, I can't think of a single client that I've had over the last 11 years of Wild Eye and the nine years before then in normal um, safaris, at lodge-based safaris. I can't think of one client that cannot improve if they start respecting their own work more. Think of a relationship. If you have a relationship with someone and they don't really pay you attention, think a relationship's going to grow or are they going to be as, as forthcoming? No. Your relationship with your photography needs to be something that you pay attention to. It needs to be something that you go out of your way of to nurture because the creative voice likes that. It comes out of the corners of your mind and it starts talking to you and that's when good shit happens. I'm going to leave this one here. Guys, I've seen everything I've spoken about. I've seen in all the safaris I've hosted. It's all there. Instagram is not the photographic mecca for your images. It doesn't have to go there. Get a website. Get a blog. Trust me, I know it feels better to post on your own thing and then to share it from there. Stop caring what people think. If, if Sebastian from Cincinnati says your images suck, excuse the French, but fuck you, Sebastian. Find someone else then. Go away. I liked making this image. I enjoyed making this image. I don't care what you think. Yeah? That's it. If you have any thoughts, guys, let me know. Um, everybody can be a better photographer. Anybody can be a better photographer. It's not 
rocket science, but you need to start respecting your own craft more. You need to start respecting your creative voice more. You need to pay attention to that creative voice and you need to honor the subject and scenes as best you can. Do those things and watch this space. Watch how you improve. And it's funny, hey, when you start improving, you seem to enjoy it more. And when you enjoy it more, you do it more. And when you do it more, you get better. And then you start enjoying it more and so on and so forth. The negativity and frustration that a lot of people feel with photography is actually something that's very easily remedied. Start paying attention to it. Feed the creative voice. Learn new things. Learn the basics. Try new things. I'm done. Right. If you have questions, give me a shout. Jerry Van Vault on all the social media platforms. My email, Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y at wildeye.co.za. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. For now, if you're going shooting soon, Start the process. Start respecting your craft more. I'll chat in the next episode, guys. Thanks for listening. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild. I have a good one. Bye for now.